Frosty the snowman was a jolly happy soul With a corncob pipe and a button nose And two eyes made out of coal Welcome to Critical Drinking Oh, oh, oh no It's all over the computer Eat shit it's, it's in my raccoon wounds I'm Kevin Regan I'm Tyler Kasebski And this is a podcast where we drink beer, we watch movies, and we talk about them uh, This is episode 76 uh, We are going to be watching... The Snowman, the winter classic. The critically acclaimed <laughs> Michael Fassbender film. Mm-hmm. The winter classic. <laughs> the winter classic. And uh, we're going to be talking about our top five serial killer movies. You know, because it's Christmas. It's the holidays. And so, Tobes, how, how are you doing? Buddy? When do serial killers do most of their killings? Well, right around holidays. If it's anything like this movie, it's obviously when there's snow on the ground. Mm-hmm. And when is there snow on the ground more in Los Angeles than now? True. Actually, Los yeah. Angeles is on fire. So, I don't the think there's any opposite. snow. It's snowing ash, is what it's snowing. Um, going back to our last episode of Natural Disasters, they haven't stopped. This is, about, this is about four months after uh, we did the Natural Disaster episode, and there are still natural disasters just causing disaster after disaster all over Disaster Town. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we're going to be watching The Snowman, which uh, actually hasn't come out on video yet, so shh, but... Um, it is Michael Fassbender and a bunch of other people, but like I, when this movie when when it uh, when I saw the previews, I really wanted to see it. I'm like, oh dude, this like Michael Fassbender yeah. in a serial killer movie like this. There's no way this is gonna be bad. This is gonna be great. And then when it started sort of coming out, the reviews just were awful. Mm-hmm. It was critically ashamed uh instead of a claim you see, mm-hmm. you see i can see you got a little play didn't i'm not sure it worked i'm not sure it worked but you, oh, know, you know we did it no one's listening so it worked for us <laughs> that's right it worked for us we'll edit that in post <laughs> um but the reviews came out and it's just it, it ended up having a eight percent on rotten tomatoes and it was the guy who directed tinker taylor soldier spy which that should have been your first clue that it was going to suck because that fucking movie sucked i hated it um and, you know, but it was ridiculous. So we were, like, earlier today, we were like, how is, how is this so bad? What's the story on this? Uh, and we looked it up, and apparently, originally, Martin Scorsese was, was attached to this movie as the director. And so I think all of the early previews were like, oh, yeah, Michael Fassbender, Martin Scorsese. Yeah, this is going to be great. I think that's why I thought it was going to be so sweet. And then, turns out, he, for whatever reason, was no longer attached. And then... This guy got attached super late, and they were like, okay, we have the budget. Go start filming, and I guess they ran out of time filming, and he didn't get to shoot like 15% of the script. And so what sounds like a really incomprehensible movie is missing like 15% of what they were going to shoot in the in the script. So I don't know why they fucking put it out. Um, appar- apparently it cost $35 million to make. I mean, I don't know, give him an extra mil or something to try and make a couple extra mil. Yeah. Uh, it made about $6.6 million in the domestic box. And the $3 million of that was in the first uh, the first weekend. Yeah, I so, when they got duped. Yeah, it just got yeah. shit on like crazy. And so, 
you know, I felt like what better time than the holidays to watch a movie that's going to suck so we can shit on it. Exactly. You know, on on Facebook Live and on uh, on recordings for the rest of our for the rest of time that exactly. will exist forever. Yeah. We're actually going to be like sending this out into space, so it's actually going to be, you know, out in time forever. It's you there. Know, it's going to be there forever. To this. I think aliens, when they eventually get to Earth, are going to finally figure out there like the, these were the guys that, that movie. They're going to listen to this episode and they're going to hear, "Oh my God, I can't believe how bad that was." Um, so it was, uh, I, I mean, I'm excited. It's supposed to be pretty good, uh, as you could have heard. So 8%, um, but still, we're going to watch it. So should be fun. Um, and then our top five serial killer movies. This kind of spawned out of a conversation we had a few weeks ago where, Tobes, easy, pal, easy. Uh, where I uh, I got introduced to the podcast, the last podcast on the left, which is all about serial killers. And so, it's I mean, fantastic. why not do listen a podcast about serial killers? Yeah, listen to it. Shout out to, uh, pod, you know, sister podcast. Yeah, last podcast LP on the, on the L. Mm-hmm. So that should be fun. Um, so yeah, so we're doing serial killers. And I think we, we sort of created rules, a little bit of a rubric. We'll kind of go deeper into this later, but... You know, of what a serial killer is versus what might be more of a murderer or a, like, you know, someone that has a motive uh, is the reason they're killing. Serial killers sort of kill for the sake of killing. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I mean, that that's really where we're going to go. Um, it's 10, 15 in the morning. Uh, we are drinking Miller Lights, as you can see. Uh, you know, it's just dedication. You know, drinking at ten fifteen in the morning is really just for the people who work hard. We're dedicating. We're dedicated to our craft. Guys. That's right. That's yeah? right. So it's important to know that no, this is not weird. This is actually us working fucking harder than you guys. We so, work on the weekends. Yeah. Dedication. You don't. Yeah. We do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this movie is about one hour fifty three minutes and forty six seconds. We're paused two seconds in, so we lose those two seconds. Yeah. So how many beers are you going to drink this morning in one hour and 53 minutes at 10.15 in the morning? I have, I'm going to go seven and probably go over it, but I'm just going to say Under seven. promise, over deliver on seven. Seven's pretty good. Seven's uh, about one every 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. All right, as usual, as is tradition, I'm going to do seven as well. <laughs> Lovely. So we're both going to do seven. Um, we're going to go watch The Snowman. We, we seem in a pretty good mood. Right now? For now. You seem pretty happy. For now. I think that might change. I hope so. So if you're tuned in on Facebook Live, you might see it change in real time. If you're not and you're listening to this on the podcast, there might be in about 30 seconds, there might be a dramatic change in tone. (laughs) So look forward to that. Uh, But we're going to go watch this movie and we will see you soon. Frosty the Snowman is a fairy tale, they say. He was made of snow, but the children know how he came to life one day. Welcome back to Critical Drinking. We just watched The Snowman. The worst movie. The worst movie that we've probably... Well, we've watched some bad ones. But a pretty bad one. Pretty bad movie that we... uh, I've never seen a movie with such a, like a, a plot that nothing connects to it. It does anything else. Nothing connected. Uh, it was. I guessed the killer by accident. <laughs> it was very strange. It was very strange. I'd like to open up by uh, by reading the storyline from 
let's see. Katrina L. Harrison submitted this to IMDb. Mm. This is a storyline that IMDb uses as their storyline. When an elite crime squad's lead detective investigates the disappearance of a victim on the first snow of winter, he fears an elusive serial killer may be active again. With the help of a brilliant recruit, the cop must connect decades-old cold cases to the brutal new one if he hopes to outwit this unthinkable evil before the next snowfall. I think she submitted this to the wrong movie page. Because <laughs> this is not the synopsis. This is not the movie that was made. That, that sounds like a good movie. Summarizing the book, I'm sure. Yeah, that sounds like a good movie. Yeah. What we saw, I don't know... Any elite crime squad in we this movie. We didn't know that Michael Fassbender was even a detective. <laughs> yeah. We didn't know he was We're a not cop. even sure about that. He, th- there are no, I mean, you know, it's it's in fucking Norway, so I don't know if they carry badges or anything, but nobody had a badge. Nobody, nobody had, had a, a badge. A car? Like, there were no cop cars. It was all, it was all just the lead BMWs. didn't even have a fucking license. <laughs> yeah, Who is right. he detecting if he has yeah. to take the bus everywhere? An elite... <laughs> Elite crime squad with guys who don't own cars or have driver's license. It was ridiculous. It was like, okay, so reading that, I was like, okay, so this has got to get better at some point, right? Like, they're gonna he's got to he's got to step up his game and yeah. you know kick the booze. The only thing he was good at is passing out drunk outside in Norway with, during the winter, like barely any clothes on, like a <laughs> cotton jacket that you'd wear in the spring. He was wearing in the middle of the winter and staying warm. I am unsure how, but he did it. It's, un- it's staying alive. Maybe that's what makes him elite. He's just like he, he used can to brave the cold. The cold. Yeah. yeah, he's an elite cold braver. <laughs> that it's uh, just unbelievable. I couldn't check this out, guys. I'm not even cold right now. I'm not. You're even elite, fast better. <laughs> You're elite, Harry Hole. Harry Hole. His name was Harry Hole. <laughs> Right. Harry Hole. So yeah, this was based on a book, but I would like to know how much of this garbage was actually in the book, or was just creative license of the guy who directed Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy and Let the Right One In. I found out he directed Let the Right One In, which was actually great, and then he directed a shitty movie, Tinker Tailor, and then he did this piece of garbage. Oh my god! It, I th- uh... it was pretty yeah. terrible. I... I mean, I don't know what they cut out. Or didn't film. Right. Yeah. Or didn't film. Most is what I'm yeah, trying yeah. to say. But, like, there's so many plot holes that 15% doesn't even cover it. They're like, oh, yeah, we missed 15% yeah. still. Well, I would need okay. at least 50% more. <laughs> yeah, at least 50% <laughs> more movie. And, like, cut out half of this shit. Yeah. So, I mean, you go in and you you... The intro is basically, like, here's how... The serial killer was created. His mother was beaten by his who he thought was his uncle. His uncle's really his dad. His uncle may or may not have been his mom's sis, like brother. We don't know that part, but he called his uncle. But it was really his dad. So then we go. Okay, so we know how the serial killer is made. Now you know we're we've listened to enough last podcast on the left. I've listened to like five <laughs> episodes. I'm an expert already. Wait, did you? I did. All yeah, right. I listened funny, to the right? Ed Kemper one, and then I listened to the uh, the H. H. Holmes one. You got to listen to Japanese war good. crimes. All right, Japanese it's war crimes is the next one. It's but, sad, but hilarious. <laughs> yeah, all right. But um, but so you kind of get the okay. We we have the building blocks of a serial killer here. We've done our due diligence there. Now we move into present day. We get into present day, we look at Michael Fassbender, and the first 
20 minutes of us meeting Michael Fassbender is just watching him pass out and get drunk <laughs> everywhere and then pass out and get drunk and pass out outside and wake up outside and wake up at another outside and then be startled awake by somebody who's like, hey, you're an elite police officer. Though he, they never say that. No one elite ever, guy, get ever up. makes it seem like he's elite. But they're like, hey, man, uh, you got to like come with me on this. You're the elite detective. Stay in the car. Yeah. I'm going to go inside. You stay yeah, in the car. Stay here. So we do that, and, and we, we, we don't really know what's going on. Like, there's, there are snowmen being built, and then completely separate to that, there are murders. But, like, one in the first hour. Right. And then Val Kilmer shows up. I don't understand his character. And we couldn't even recognize him. Like, apparently he had cancer in his face or something, and, like... But they dubbed his voice in the first scene that they showed us. But then, like, right before they showed us him, it was, like, nine years earlier. But there's no context of what we first learned to know why we're going back nine years. So we're just going back nine years for no fucking reason. I th- and then we don't learn anything nine years ago. I thought Val's Kilmer, Val Kilmer's <laughs> character was always nine years in the past. Yeah. So every time we saw him, it was nine years earlier. But no, he did he... He time traveled he to got the killed, future, though, right? Was that his body? Yeah, I think. But in the in present, the garage, in the present, though. yeah. But he got like shotgun to the face by apparently it's a suicide. Case closed. Case case closed. closed. I'm not even investigating this. There's a gun next to him. His head's blown off. Case closed. Killed case himself. case is easily closed. We'll that makes perfect sense Kurt to me, Cobain. Steve. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. He rigged the shotgun up to the ceiling, probably, but the shotgun wasn't there when his body was found, and probably killed himself, and then took the shotgun, threw it out into the snow, <laughs> and then came back and sat in the chair with his head blown off and, and you know, died. That's what happened. That's what happened. Case closed. He was ridiculous. He also built a snowman face around his head <laughs> while he was dead. That's right. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of snowmen. So the like the same thing we we get introduced to Chloe Savani and she's chopping chickens heads off, which real subtle the, all of the subtlety in this movie. So we meet Michael Fassbender. He's a drunk. He sucks. We spend twenty minutes watching him pass out and wake up, just to establish the fact that he is a flawed character that we're gonna you know follow around and he's gonna get redemption. But we. We way over, like, we beat that dead horse for about 20 minutes. Then we meet Chloe Savini, and she is chopping chickens' heads off. And goddamn, if that's not subtle. Yeah. Because then she gets her head chopped off. It's like, oh, never saw that coming. That was hilarious. Amazing how they subtly tinker tailored that bullshit. Then they turn around. We go back, and we meet Chloe Savini, the other one. On the side of a different road that we don't know where we are. There's no establishing shots in any of this. There's no establishing anything. I, I mean, I get that they didn't film 15 minutes or 15% of it. But how do you not... If you don't have the narrative, you know, you put a little, you know, nine years earlier on there. Or you put, meanwhile, in <laughs> in Norway, meanwhile, in this area, you know, it's like... Just tell us what we're doing because we can't fucking figure it out if this whole thing is all cobbled together. So we see her. We go, wait, you're dead. 
She goes, ha, no, that's my twin sister. That's not me. She must be dead, though, because, I mean, if, if I'm, I'm so, not dead, right? if she's yeah. dead, she's definitely dead. And then we never see her again. Yeah. We, we, we didn't see her again. We never we? saw her again. There was no point of, of having a twin sister. Yeah. There was no point. Except that one minute where you go, she's alive, she's dead. What? Wait, what? <laughs> and we never saw her again. And then we say, J.K. Simmons, his voice is dubbed, it seems like. If it's not dubbed with someone else's voice, it's dubbed with his own voice for some fucking reason. I don't know if they couldn't hire, like, the mic guys, the grips or afford those whatever. Mics, man. I guess they didn't have time to, like, bring him in and go, like, hey, talking to this thing. Yeah. But oh, then we see him, and the last we see him is he's not the one to murder the people. So he was only there to be a decoy for who we think murdered them. Which, I mean, I, I bought it for a second because I didn't know anyone else to guess. Because this movie was a fucking just continuity error ridden everything. So then, the last we see him is when we're like, oh, he's not the killer. Okay, someone else is the killer. And at that point, Tyler had already accidentally guessed who the killer was. I think by saying, who's least likely to be the... Who makes no, the least I just like his name. I was like, Matheson! Matheson. He's Matheson. the killer! <laughs> and so then the ending, which we got to from bumbling through, like, abortion clinics and... I missed all this, bumbling through, It was the weirdest shit. Bumbling through, like, maybe, I don't know, two, three uh, more murders where their heads were taken off and there... No reason why their heads were taken off. Like... That you you would think there was some pattern. motive there, yeah. Okay. No, you know that uh, the, in the past the woman got their head cut off and then their uh, left leg was like yeah in four pieces. Yeah. But but I don't understand why. We don't know why. No, I we don't, don't get why that's their thing. It, well, you think he would drown them? Yeah, because his mom because drowned. His mom drowned. Right. The right. whole making of the serial killer thing understand. was either he has daddy issues because he never thought he had a dad, but then his dad ended up being his uncle. His uncle. Or he has mommy issues because mommy drowned herself yeah. because, and, and stared him in the fucking face while she was drowning. That was that was intense. That there was, was intense. very yeah. You didn't need. Wasn't really and watching it. You're not. You don't think it's an intense moment. You're just like okay, cool. Yeah. Hurry up and die. But I for the kid, I assume it's oh, really yeah. intense. That's super traumatic. But he doesn't drown anyone. She was like. He just takes their face off. Yeah, but no, no part of the drowning part was. What like, does snow have to do with anything? Yeah. Why the first snow? Yeah, and like, that also was not the, never explained. Uh, elite detective girl, super bright, brilliant, brilliant. Did she actually recruit. die? Did she die? Who knows? She got her finger taken off, but I don't know if she actually died. Yeah. They found her in her car. I assume she's dead. Let's say she's dead. They, that she's should dead. have been explained more because she was a main yeah. character, right? And we didn't know if she died or not, right? Uh, but she was like, uh, now I fucking forget what I wanted to say. God damn You're talking this about movie. The, the mom and the, the drowning part. And why the guy didn't drown people and why he chopped heads off. So we have heads chopped off. So all we do is have the snowman head chopped off. But then, at the end, when there's supposed to be this payoff, nobody's head gets chopped off. There's no, no reason why the heads were getting chopped off. And the biggest cop out of all time, he just falls through the fucking ice. He died like his mom. I mean, it, but it was like, just... Stupid. Done. Uh, uh. I, I looked out uh, here now. Yep. 
All right. I don't like swimming, so I'm I'll dead. just uh, I'll this let is, the current take me. This is my life now. I don't know how to swim. I never learned because I was afraid of water because mom died in the water. Mm-hmm. It's just, I mean, and like, you know, the, the whole ad campaign was all about the letter. It was all about like, hey, I'm writing this letter, Mr. Police. You Mr. Would, Police. Like, you know, trying to be like Zodiac, yeah. which a main component was the writing into the media and explaining all this stuff. They were inconsequential. They were just like, Mr. Police, and then he goes, I'm not taking this advice. I'm going to go to this other place and find nothing and get drunk again. And hey, so Tell me, this movie was why don't you be quiet? It was just, it was, it was silly. Yeah. I feel like it was, and I mean, yeah, granted, okay, 15%. He, and, and the director said 15% wasn't, you know, wasn't uh, filmed. So, Let's so assume. It have made up for it. Let's assume a two-hour movie. Fifteen percent is going to be what? Another. Another. I don't know. Twenty minutes. Yeah. Couldn't fix this movie with another twenty minutes. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think. So. The I I know though I know the fifteen percent that they didn't cut. Was the twenty minutes at the beginning where all we were watching was him passing out and he loves waking vodka. up and passing out yeah. and waking up, and then quick cut from him at the bar to him passed out right. in front of the bar. Like okay, yeah. we fucking get it. There's no subtlety here. Like, just sh- show us the re- redeeming part. Or ch- get on with the murders. This isn't supposed to be about him. Right. And the dubbing voices stuff, dude, was like. I so- didn't understand that. They, I don't know what they did in, like, how they tried to salvage this at the end, but it didn't work. Whatever they did made it worse. It was, and I'd love to have someone tell me how much of this is in the book that's actually read the book. Because this was just bad. And if the book is, if this came from the book, then the book is terrible. I bet the book is actually pretty good. I could see this being good. Uh, yeah, it, I mean. If you actually built these characters more, right. because. Uh, we I, I only know Harry Hole's name because I thought it was hilarious. I literally don't know any other character's name except for Mad- Matheson. Matheson, because it was tied that to Pineapple Express. Right, right. And that was it. I don't know his girlfriend wife's name. Oh, his his kid name is Olaf. Olaf. They love because I that never movie. yeah I never knew who Olaf they they love Frozen. Frozen. Yeah, they named it after Frozen. He actually ages really quickly. He's three. <laughs> uh, he looks 15. Yeah, right. Uh, right. And then Poor I don't kid. know anyone else. Uncle Jonas, I know, but yep. that's it. He makes a two-minute appearance. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, it's true. And we were even watching with Chinese subtitles. I still couldn't translate. I, I felt like I understood more from the subtitles that I couldn't read yeah. than I did from the movie that's and the true. English that was in the movie. That's true. A lot of times, yeah, they they dubbed over these. Here, Kevin said earlier, they dubbed these voices over so you could hear them. But a lot of times, the dialogue with the people that weren't dubbed, you couldn't hear. It was just yeah. like blah, 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 <laughs> ice cream. You're like, what are you talking about, ice cream? What the fuck are you saying? Yeah. Why are we talking about this? It's cold. That's another problem. Nobody dressed for the fucking weather. That bothered me. Nobody dressed for the weather. You a lot and me a lot. They were wearing t-shirts. The kid in the beginning was wearing a cotton sweater, rolling around in the snow, making snowmen with bare hands, not even yeah. any gloves. Like, I mean, if it's snowing, it's got to be less than thirty-five degrees. Let's say. 
I know why there it's wasn't be blood cold. everywhere when he killed people because they're fucking <laughs> they're blood freezing. was frozen immediately. God, it was yeah, my that God. like they nobody could feel their nobody. head getting cut off because they were just numb. Michael Fassbender basically woke up in shorts and a t-shirt, <laughs> sitting outside in this weird hut, and then yeah, walked around in like an unzipped jacket. He's even on the fucking cover with an unzipped jacket and a t-shirt under it. Like, dude. And you're wearing jeans. jeans. You know how long it takes to get jeans to dry out? Forever. They're never dry. He's, He's probably fucking wet the whole wet time. the whole fucking time. T- he doesn't have any toes. He's wearing trying to wear flip-flops. That's why he has to wear, like, drunk all the time. Knobs. He's got to have some jacket. He has oh to put God. a beer jacket on or a vodka jacket on. Alcohol jacket. Yeah, it's just full of alcohol. <laughs> There's it's just like the insides. Is just, it. just like a, a bladder of booze in there that keeps him... Keeps him warm. Well, it's my camelback. But just like, I mean, I saw some signs where, like, maybe the script could have been appealing to some guys like that to be like, this is a, like, I read the book, I read the script, this could be good. And then it wasn't. Yeah. At all. Yeah. I mean, 8%, I I would like to read the positive reviews. Because... On Rotten Tomatoes... I'm here, it has a 5.8 out of 10. And I mean, so yeah, on Rotten Tomatoes, 60% is fresh or rotten. That's the, that's the limit. Yeah, D. But, you know, on Rotten Tomatoes, it's either... It's the number of fresh reviews and the number of rotten reviews. And rotten could mean anything below 60, and fresh could mean anything above 60. So if you give it a 65%, it's still a fresh review. If you give it a 59%, it's still a rotten review. So 8% is the rotten, but the synopsis, or the, excuse me, the critics' consensus that they put together is a mystery that feels as mashed together and perishable as its title, The Snowman, squanders its best-selling source material as well as a top-notch ensemble cast. Okay, so that leads us to believe so the that book the book was good. was good. Yeah. And then this was just shit. Mr. Police, you could have saved her. I gave her, I gave you all the clues. What clues? What clues did he give? I don't know. Who who even gave clues, other than the Mister than that note, Mister Police? Meet me in your hut. But did that they was like the only clue. Nobody to met. have coffee. Nobody met. I'm very and, confused. And when he died, when Val Kilmer was shot in the face, it was in a garage. It wasn't in a hut. Yeah, garage lease. God, this continuity was just not even considered in this movie. Whoever edited this, this was a... They were also as drunk as Michael Fassbender was in this movie. Yeah. So let me find the first fresh review from our top critics on Rotten Tomatoes. There are 35 top critics that, uh, that rated this review... Or that rated this movie on Rotten Tomatoes. I can't, rotten, there can't rotten, be a fresh rotten, one. Rotten, rotten, rotten. There rotten, cannot be rotten, a fresh rotten, one. Rotten, 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 rotten. Okay, there is not a fresh one yeah. from the top critics. So it's a 0% from the top critics. Now let's go all critics, which means some bullshit guy decided that this was a fresh review. All right. Oh, there he is. Dustin Putman from thefrightfile.com. This guy knows movies. He does. Uh, even in its imperfections, The Snowman is unusual, fascinating, and warrant- warranting of closer consideration. A layered thriller with aesthetic beauty to spare and forlorn with... This guy's a fucking blowhard. This is... That review, first of all, might be worse than this movie. This guy's retarded. But wisdom into both the mysteries and universalities of the human condition. What? What? What are you talking about? What movie did you watch, dude? 
He must have read the book. He must have projected all of the book onto this yeah. movie because that is not what we watched. Just like the fucking IMDb synopsis, this is not what we watched. All of, I mean, the 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 negative reviews are pretty solid as well. Um, okay, on that on that whole page, that's it. No, no plus, no fresh. Uh, no, We're there on, might be only one fresh tomato. There might only be one fresh. Oh my god! And maybe he did that just yeah, so just he to could be, like be that one dude that trolls. That one dude. Wow, we've gone through five pages and only seen one. Snowman Registers is both a bad thriller and kind of an anti-tourism message. <laughs> That's a good review. Don't go. There's to, one. There's one. Andrew Urban from Urban Cinephile. Obviously, that means that's his own fucking website. Yeah. I love the fact that the screenplay and the direction assume an alert, invested audience. There is no dumbing down or overt exposition. Uh, sir, what you mean <laughs> to say is you can't follow it. There's no fucking storytelling, and this is a jumbled mess that you have to be the detective on and assume a whole you bunch said of that shit. While we were doing. I we didn't were, were the detectives. We were the detectives. And we were Get saying out. that most people seeing this movie aren't smart enough to detect. They couldn't. We were the we smartest. Were so we, we obviously won. figured out what was going That's on. That's the point of this movie. To That's make the smart point. People feel smart to make them, <laughs> and to make dumb people feel one. really dumb. If you're a tragic. For the genre, the snowman will scratch your itch. So this wasn't a positive review. This was, <laughs> if you fucking hate yourself, and you hate bad, or and you love bad movies, you'll love this bad movie. Snowman has a lot of suspense, good performance, and no satisfying resolution. That's There's not no a positive suspense. review. That's uh, yeah, and agreed. And not a terrible a positive resolution. Review. Discusses the snowman discusses more about the transfer of fears and sins than most conventional psycho thrillers. No, no, it doesn't. And no. that was actually a review. In Spanish, translated to English, I'm pretty sure they got the translation wrong. Pretty sure he meant to say, this is shit. Uh, Donald Clark from the Irish Times. What? What? Rebecca Ferguson confirms her rising status with a winning intelligent performance. Alright, that's not a review of the movie. That's a review about Rebecca Ferguson. Who the fuck is Rebecca Ferguson? Great question. I'm assuming it's that brilliant sidekick. An efficient atmospheric pot boiler, but it lacks the impact of the book. That sounds like a negative review. I don't think efficient is a word I would describe for this. It's still two hours long, and it still explains nothing. That's not efficient. It's actually really bloated for what it delivers. All right, I'm we done just, with Rotten Tomatoes. We wasted two hours. I'm done basically. with Rotten Tomatoes. We did. We, yeah. we wasted two hours. And you know, that's okay. Because we do that a lot of times. We, remember that time we wa- wasted three hours for Luminosity or whatever the hell we watched? Solaris? Lumin- Solaris. Yes. Luminosity. <laughs> you couldn't even remember even close to the name. Yeah. I, th- I was thinking of like a moon, lunar, luminosity. Lunar, lunarosity. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, Solaris. That was weird. And that one had subtitles. And we yeah. could follow it. Just wasn't much to follow. This. That was three hours of craziness. And this was two hours of fucking nonsense as well. Yeah, this was terrible. I would have rather watched Jack Frost. We should just watch Jack Frost right now and talk about that. Jesus fucking Christ. Which hey guys, I fell into like a nuclear cesspool and now I'm a fucking snowman. Watch out. And everyone, ladies and gentlemen, he is not talking about the Jack Frost that everyone knows with Michael Keaton. He, He's talking about the year before. The horror shoestring budget horror snowman. That one. The terrible movie that no one saw. No. 
but they made a sequel. I wanted to see Santa Claus as well. Yep. C-L-A-W-S. Yep. Clausies, because he was a cat. That's uh, a cat movie. <laughs> uh, there were so many other movies we could have watched. We worked really hard to find this one. We were wrong. And I'm so upset that we didn't just watch Jack Frost. Yeah, I know. It would have been so much better. I would have so I have a lot more to say. Mm-hmm. You could actually like make fun of it. This you don't even know what to make fun of because you don't know what the fuck you watched. <laughs> right. You watched Snowfall for two hours and then Michael Fassbender walk across the screen once yeah. or twice. And you're yeah. like, oh his name's there, Harry Hole. There's there's just so much like he's on a lake bed at the end. Yeah. And I'm not even going to say spoiler alert because you're not going to see this coming, but you don't... This doesn't spoil anything. He's on a lake bed. Dude falls through the ice. You know, the the killer that we find out in the last four seconds is the killer. Four minutes. I solved it. Four minutes. You you are smarter than I am. Harry Hold. Harry Hold him. Uh, He falls through the ice. For four seconds, we see, okay, he's dead. Like, what payoff is that? Why couldn't we have... I mean, I get, like, okay, we tie it together because he died like his mom. Sure. Uh, why couldn't, you know, Michael Fassbender have at least taken a chunk out of his, like, finger with the little finger gun thing? That could have been cooler. Like, you know how in the... Speaking of, like, serial killer movies, you know how in at least the American version of Girl with the Dragon Tattoo? Yeah. At the end, where he's got, like, that, that like, torture dungeon yeah. thing? Yeah, yeah. And you're like, the suspense is building because you're just basically looking at all of the ways that he could hurt you. We had none of that with this device. We just had, oh, it pulls your head off. I was, yeah, I was expecting... But you're already dead. For some reason, like right away, I think it was mostly the setting. I was like, this is going to be like the girl with the dragon tattoo. And I was like, it better be good. Yeah, but but that's the problem. I, I, I didn't know if they're gonna like try to artificially because Girl with the Dragon Tattoo is fantastic. It's like yeah. super suspenseful and it, it builds a lot with you know you're trying to figure out the whole the thing and I was like great we're gonna have to try to figure out who murdered these people but you don't know who the fuck is who so you can't solve the mystery right. as the movie's going on like like the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo you can kind of try to solve right. as the movie's going on and you get to know the each character pretty intimately and this. There's no character development. No. And you're just guessing. Yeah. I was like, Mathasis. Because we haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, since he's he, probably the killer. Since he ate a hot dog. Yeah. At the... And that was it. <laughs> that was like, you don't have any inkling. You nailed it, buddy. You, you nailed it. I solved it. You saw it in the hot dog, didn't you? He wants a hot dog? Killer. For sure. He's a murderer. Um, yeah, you can't. There's none of that. Like, there was no suspense. Uh, what's her deuce died and we didn't care or know she died no we didn't know or care or care she like was in the hotel room waiting to talk to J.K. Rawlings <laughs> and he she got murdered Harry Twatter we didn't care we didn't care and she was a main fucking character yeah. and we should have cared we should have there was no suspense yeah, there, there was, was just like dead no development finger like that, I'm yeah. gonna open up your terrible laptop thing from 1983, that was new technology. Police tech. Yeah. Norwegian police tech. They had a fingerprint thing on this thing? I was like, is that fucking cardboard with tape covering it? She was just, every time she'd lift the cardboard and like, scan her finger. Just, what are you doing? They couldn't come up with like a cool plastic cover or like anything besides... Yeah, we've had it in our phones for piece, like three years. 
Exactly. And I don't, don't have, have a cover. They I don't just have go like I go like this. My phone unlocked. There it is. Great. And then in, in Norway, you have to lift up a piece of cardboard from a fucking cereal box and scan your fucking finger. I didn't understand it. Yeah. Like, why was that there? You could have just left it off. Could have left no it one's going to question it. No one. No one's going to question that. What? Yeah, like there was accidental. An- there was an Scans? active decision to put that piece of cardboard on there. Like we, there must have been act- accidental finger scans that we didn't understand. Had didn't to be. Know. We didn't know that though. Yeah. And why wouldn't they have just, you know, had a, I don't know, something black to right. match the? Yeah. It was literally a ripped off piece of cardboard. It was with a piece of electrical tape. So here's the thing that they missed in that fifteen percent they didn't film. Serial uh. killer really liked cereal. So you see how they do the, the the eating cereal and the cereal killing thing, yeah. and then there was a cereal, and then she, and then <laughs> in real life, and then she also liked cereal, so she used a cereal box, oh. and so you see yeah. how they're sort of the same. Yeah. So she can think like him because she also likes cereal. Got it. We got none of that. Captain Crunch. That is a is is a bigger we didn't get into the mind of the cereal. That's probably. that's less of a stretch. Than this movie was like that makes more sense to me than anything that we have tried to learn by extrapolating everything in this movie. Mm. It was, yeah, it was bad. It deserved the eight percent. It actually deserved the zero percent that the top critics gave it. Yeah, because it was a mess, and I I tried really hard to follow it. Yeah, if you guys have watched the Facebook live, I mean, I, made I was. Queso. I was very... <laughs> I left I halfway through. I didn't even try to watch it. He left halfway movie. through. He's like, all right, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to go make queso. And it's, it's good queso. It's delicious queso. Um, but, yeah. the It's just... A, I, would, I would love to see someone maybe give it another shot. And there's much room for another shot. Because no one's going to remember this. No one's ever going to remember So if you come out with this next year, everyone will go, oh, and the... the Brand new, fresh, never been seen snowman movie. Because again, it cost thirty-five million to make. It made six point six million dollars. I'm about to pee my pants. Huge <laughs> letdown. Uh, Tyler's off to the bathroom, so I'm going to entertain you for the next forty-five minutes. Because goddamn, does that guy pee for a long ass time? So now we can talk shit about him. All right, and he's never going to hear this because he never listens to the podcast. He always listens to the podcast. So, I think the Snowman, if you're, uh, if you're talking about movies that, you know, are, are holiday classics, absolutely. 100% holiday classic. I, hopefully you got that vibe from everything we were going to say. This is one that you should see. It's, it's up there. Home Alone. A Christmas Story. The Snowman. See, it's, it's already in the conversation. It's already in the conversation. You should watch it every year. Um, I know there's another movie out right now called uh, The Disaster Artist about that movie, The Room, which, you know, was sort of obviously panned. And then James Franco made a movie about how bad it was, and it's notoriously bad. Tommy Imansky, back to back to back AAU national championships or whatever. Uh, the Tommy guy. Uh, that movie is probably better to watch than this movie because that movie has some of those qualities where it's like oh my god it's so bad it's good this movie has none of the so bad it's good qualities it really just has it's so bad i don't know if i will go back like a year if i watch this 10 times 
I don't know if I can pick out anything where I would go, you see how bad right. that is? It's hilarious. Right. How bad that is. It's just very bad. It's too vague to just pick very, anything out. It's just very bad. I think I think uh, our tone changed. I think our tone changed. If you if you were listening to the first part on a podcast and then the music happened and then you put, what what should our song be for this episode? Should it be Frosty the Snowman? Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably should yeah. be okay. Yeah. Frosty the Snowman. So if you if you listen to Frosty the Snowman as we went from Happy Go Lucky Us until uh, two hour snowman movie us, uh, there was probably a significant tone change. We're gonna try and change that tone right back. Because um, so, we love serial killers. We, we love serial killers. <laughs> hey, huzzah! Cheers to serial killers. Oh man. All right, so. Moving from the snowman, uh, we're going to take a break in a little bit and then get into our top five serial killer movies, which I have a feeling is going to be much more exciting than all two hours of this. Uh, I could probably peel a potato and it would be for two hours and it would be. Fucking God, dude, I'd rather put a lemon in my eyeball and watch this again. (laughs) Challenge accepted. Uh, But so let's quickly, because this is one of the rare occasions where September was our last episode. This is December. That's not that much time We're for us. We're doing great. For us. We're doing great. So, let's actually talk about what we watched between now and then. Yeah. What have you watched between September? Grant, I mean, granted, I posted the episode like yesterday. Disregard. Sure. sure. And now. Mindhunters. Yes. Did you watch that? Yeah. It was really good. Uh, we were talking about that when we were talking yeah. about last night. I don't know, man. Watched. I was drunk. I have no yeah. idea. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That was great. Great show, right? Netflix show yeah. about serial killers, actually. Very apropos to our conversation. About uh, about classifying serial killers. About creating that term, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super good. Uh, that was actually really enjoyable. I, I burned my way through that. Uh, recently, we watched Big Mouth, too. Have you seen that? Big Mouth. It's on Netflix. It's fucking hilarious. Is it? So it's like Nick Kroll, uh, Jason Manzoukas, all these dudes. Mm. They made like an animated cartoon about puberty. Oh! It's fucking hilarious. It. Is it good? It's so funny. Damn, you gotta right. check it out. So I've been watching right, Big Mouth. shit ton of things like that. Uh, movie you watch. We just... What did we see? Uh, we just watched uh, The Disaster Artist. It was pretty funny. Yeah. I don't know if anyone has seen The Room. I've never seen it, but I'd love to. But it's like a cult classic yeah. movie that's just terribly done. That's hilarious, but it's supposed to be serious. Uh, but yeah, we saw that. It was really, really well done. Um, Franco. Franco. Hashtag Franco. Hashtag Francois. That guy. That guy's into everything these days. Yeah, man. Why not? He's why not? Pretty he's, funny. I mean, if you we talked about it on the last episode. He's got like eight master's degrees. Smart dude. Up, he does up from teach two classes. by now. He yeah. teaches at a. He's like a. Uh, adjunct professor at a university and stuff, teaching. Yeah, I don't know. God knows what. I don't know. His little brother's kind of funny. Uh, he's in it too. He was in right. Yeah. He's in the show Easy on Netflix, which is fucking weird to watch. Oh, I haven't seen that. Because it's like about love, but like how it's never easy in these weird situations. Anyways, Dave Franco's in that. And he's actually he's actually good. I think I like he's it. great. I think he's funny. Award winning smile. 
That right. kid. He's Award winner. Really good. Yeah, Smile good. that just fucking eats his whole face He just up. seems like a nice guy. He does. They both do. Really great guy. And I think that's why we all hate Jonah Hill, is because compared to James and Dave Franco, he seems like a fucking dick. Fat fucker. Fat piece of shit. He's like Actually, skinny now. I think he's, uh, he's skinny, skinny again. Skinny again. Yeah. And you know who's not funny? Skinny Jonah Hill. Exactly. Fucking idiot. He's only funny it's when he's gross. fat. And he's only funny when he's in Superbad. And I know he's a friend of the podcast. Because he listens every week. So, Jonah, put the pounds back on, yeah. dude. You're not going to get any work. It's get your, your shitty back, little man. thin self. Eat your beaties. God damn. Eat your beaties. Eat your beaties. Uh, no, beets might make him lose weight. No, eat your beaties. Yeah. Eat your be- diabetes. Oh, the be Yes, <laughs> eat diabetes so that you... Yeah, so you... Right, right. Okay, I follow you now. I follow you. The beets. Uh, saw Blade Runner, the new one. Yeah, good. 2049. Yeah. That's a real good one. That was cool. Uh, I agree. I liked it a lot. I haven't revisited it yet. Uh, and I think it's out of theaters. I wanted yeah. to go see it in theaters again. But I, I didn't. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've seen quite a bit. Logan Lucky. I've been like all caught up on like World War II documentaries. So I watched uh, uh, Ken Burns' mm. uh, yep. World War II. And in I Color watched, or whatever. Yeah, I watched World War II in Color and then I watched Ken Burns' The War. Mm-hmm. And then I watched like Band of Brothers again, and then I watched The Pacific. Mm-hmm. I watched all those things. I don't know why I got on like a super World War II kick. I have no idea. Yeah, but man. I tried to learn everything about it. But yeah, there was like a lot of shit I learned about like the tactics of World War II. Mm-hmm. War is crazy, man. War. And I'm glad I didn't have to go there. Yeah. Because I, I like everyone fucking died, and it's fucking crazy. The amount of people that died during World War II is fucking mind-boggling to me. Yeah. I'm not gonna preach about it. But it's fucking crazy. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, a tenth of the world is just gone? No. That's it. No, I can't imagine. I mean, it's got to be even, probably even more than that. Yeah. There were millions of people just be like, later. That That's what they really said? Harsh. They're like, bye, guys. <laughs> just terrible. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, I'm glad the fuck. Now you're, playing, now you're playing video games about it. Uh, I play, I've literally <laughs> played the game, like, three times. It's, I can't play it unless you're playing it. Yep. Or Frank. All right. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm playing it later. Great. Uh, I mean, that's probably about it. Yeah. That's pretty solid in four months. It's yeah. pretty pretty good uh, resume. Yeah. Um, I've watched, I think, I don't know when I saw Blade Runner, but if it was between then and now, then yeah, yeah I, sure. I watched that. That was good. Yeah. Um, I saw just yesterday, we'll go from like most recent to least recent. Uh, I saw Star Wars yesterday. The, the new th- Star Wars obviously. in theater. the theater. Obviously. So we had uh, we had the lovely opportunity to go um, at no cost because it was sponsored by Nissan and Molly got tickets through Nissan and everything yeah, like yeah. that. So uh, she was nice enough to invite me and we went and it was at the one in Century City. We went in. It's at like the you know the Westfield there or whatever. We walked in and we we kind of looked it up beforehand. We were like, okay, so the only five o'clock showing. And they're selling tickets to it online is in 3D. Fuck, I don't want to see this in 3D. But I was thinking, oh, if Nissan like rented out the whole theater, then they're not going to be selling tickets online. So they're probably the standard viewing that's not listed because they wouldn't be selling tickets. All right. Nope. Fuck me. Uh, it was in 3D. And so that movie is two hours and 32 minutes. In 3D. In 3 fucking D. So... I have multiple problems with 3D. Number one, they slow the frame rate down. 
uh, and they slow the or they they turn the brightness down because it's needed for the shitty fucking quality that 3D needs to be, so that you can pretend like this is a cool effect in movies. Blurry as shit. The glasses always suck. First of all, I don't know if anyone on Facebook Live can fucking see this. I got a giant ass fucking nose. All right, you can't put normal ass glasses around these, so I'm stuck. Either the glasses, you know, are like up here, and so I have to like. Look up in my or, vision, or you put them or down, I put them, nose I put them like down on my nose, and then they're way the fuck out here, and so I'm looking through like tiny ass little lenses onto a giant ass screen. <laughs> Awful. Second, the reason is it changes the way your eyes focus, so your eyes sort of have to get a little lazy, where like you're you're focusing a lot different because I mean there's like this depth of field thing that's fake, but your eyes, you know are responding to that and so i feel like your eyes just go like half cross-eyed and what that makes me do and i i like the movie but the first part there's a lot of you know character building there's a lot of narrative there's a lot of slow parts i almost fucking fell asleep because the way my <laughs> eyes had to focus your eyes no, the, way, the way my eyes had to focus was like oh you're ready to go to fucking sleep <laughs> like Oh, your cross. Oh, this is what happens right before your eyes close, and then you we go to sleep. This is how we unfocus to you know go to sleep and dream with our brains instead of our eyes. So I was struggling there. I had to take my glasses off for like 20 minutes at one point just to get my fucking energy back to be like, oh yeah, that is the screen. That's the other end of the screen. I see some seats. You know, it's blurry and shit, but whatever. I get it's going on, and it ruins the high def. Like, it ruins the way that it was shot because yeah. it's all blurry through the glasses. Anywhere on my face, as close as I can get them, as far away as I can get them, it's all blurry. That being said, like the movie a lot. Recommend everyone go see it. Probably going to be the highest grossing Star Wars movie. At least the opening weekend is supposed to get very close to The Force Awakens. Uh, if it doesn't beat The Force Awakens, it will be a close second. Because yeah. I think it's really good. I mean, they're all great. Yeah. The last bit, like, I won't spoil it, but the, let's call it the third act. Um, granted, it's a long movie, but the third act flies by and is actually really cool and is awesome to see on the big screen. Yeah. So I would recommend that with, you know, no spoilers. Um, so I saw Star Wars. That was cool. Um, I saw Lady Bird. Have you seen that? No, so good. Greta Gerwig's, you know, hundred percent, ninety, whatever percent it is on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, um, really good. Like just, just really, really good. Recommend you see it. It's it's that it's a movie about sort of, I think it's autobiographical from her. I think it's like, you know, it's it's about a girl that sort of grows up and is experiencing things and all that stuff. There's not really a plot except like watching, you know, kind of her grow up and things like that. But like just a really touching, feel good, like good movie. Yeah. So like if anyone sees that movie, they're gonna go, I really like that. That was really good. But you know, what did you like about it? The feeling, kind of the feeling you like. Uh, about yeah. It. So I recommend you see that, or anyone else see that. Um, I saw. Speaking of something I wouldn't recommend, I saw The Kingsman. The Golden Circle. Oh yeah. Do you see it? No. I loved the first one. Loved it. Because it was like James Bond with some fucking sarcasm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the dude was cool. Colin Firth was like kind of a badass, which, yeah, which is, is weird. unique. Uh, second one, fucking ruined it. 
Like, I don't know who authorized this. I don't know who decided this was a good script. This was a money grab, if not anything. I hear they're in talks for a third. But, I mean, it made money, so they're going to have a third. But this was terrible. Channing Tatum didn't need to be in there. The other dude that plays the, uh, the Viper on Game of Thrones, the Spanish dude, yeah. and the guy who plays on Narcos, yeah. one of the detectives, yeah. played an American in this movie. Unbelievable. Like, I get it. If we didn't know him, we, he could pass as American. We know him as a Spanish dude. Right, right, right. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> um, so that movie sucked. Don't, like, I bought the first Kingsman movie because I loved it so much. I will buy this just to burn it. Oh. But no, I won't buy it because oh. then I would be buying it. Maybe I'll buy it. It's, it's fucking terrible. Uh, so yeah, that was bad. Um, I saw Only the Brave. Speaking of uh, forest fires that we're having up here, yeah, having a lot of uh, a lot of wildfires in California. Only the Brave was that movie about the uh, hot shots in Arizona that unfortunately perished. It was the biggest loss of life um, in I think America since 9/11. At that point, there were like 19 hot shots that died because the wind shifted and they got caught and. But it was a really, I mean, it's not anything with a terrible amount of substance, but it's a cool story and it's, you know, it's happy and it's sad and it's all this kind of stuff. So if you ever catch that on Netflix, I would watch that. Josh Brolin? Yeah, Josh Brolin and the kid who's in like 45 movies this year. Totally. Um, I saw American Made, that Tom Cruise movie. Oh, it was... That was actually kind of fun. The one about the drug running from... He, even his like bad movies I'll still see because he's not he doesn't really make terrible fucking movies uh-huh. yet he's not Johnny Depp yet where he's making fucking garbage all the right. time now well he's, he doesn't have any allegiance to any director yeah and so he sort of just does what he wants and can sort of command it and I think yeah. you know it's it's action it's fun it's, it's like it's, a Mission Impossible type movie kind yeah of, it is. With, with, being more true to it's probably more of like a blow than a mission impossible exactly yeah. it's a hybrid between those uh and it's cool because it's, hey. it's based on true story yeah i i, I dig that and he, yeah. like i said I'll, I'll watch i mean even his like jack reacher movies which were not that great were still yeah. enjoyable to watch yeah um and so the way the last piece that i'll mention is the way that i've actually been watching these movies is through movie pass Movie Pass is awesome. Everyone look it up. MoviePass.com. One of the original founders of Netflix that is no longer involved in Netflix created a service that is a subscription service where you can see one movie every day for $9.99 a month at participating theaters. Any any movie in the theater. You can't see like 3D. You can't see XD. You can't see like IMAX. One movie every day? One movie every day. Every calendar day. Dude. So I saw, I, I have a movie theater like walking distance from my house. Right. I walk down there. The way it works is they send you a, like you sign up, just like Netflix, $9.99. Or they actually, I don't know if it's still around, but they were offering $6.95 a month if you sign up for 12 months. Um, which is fucking stealing. Yes. And I feel like I'm stealing. So then what you do is you use their app. You look up the theater. You look up the movie. Um, you, they don't have a lot of digital stuff yet. Theoretically, they're going to improve, like, you know, you'll be able to do it all online. But you walk to the movie theater, you use the app, you check into the theater, you check into the movie, and then they send you a debit card. And so you have a debit card in your wallet. They load the debit card for like an hour with like 15 bucks. You go in, pay for the movie ticket, 
and just go to the movie. How it's, do they make money? I don't think they do. Because they end up paying the movie theater. So like for my seven bucks a month, they're paying the movie theater $14, probably on average, for yeah. every ticket I'm using. And I've used it. You can go every day. Every day. You can see anything you want at participating theaters. And none of the theaters yet, that like all Cinemarks are in there, all AMCs are in there, like none of them have backed out or anything yeah. like that. I think Cinemark is trying to put together a reward program that is way worse. And so they're coming out and saying like, oh yeah, you know, for 20 bucks a month, you can get one movie a month and popcorn. It's like That's like going to a movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, but it's, I think they're, they're so the, it's the guy that started Netflix. So I'm assuming he's got a whole bunch of VC money. Yeah. And they're just operating at a loss to try and get a critical mass to where then they can go and negotiate with these theater chains and say, hey, we want, you know, if, if so they just came out with a year thing and they offered it. Like I was yeah. just totally fine to pay nine ninety five a month. And they were like, what about six ninety five a month if you <laughs> sign up for 12 months? And I'm like, yeah. So uh, I bet yeah. they're trying to get everyone on that so they can go to the theater companies and go, we have yearly subscribers of this amount yeah. that, you know, if you guys give us $8 movie tickets... You know, we will send everybody your way or yeah. something like that. I have no idea how it's going to work out. I subscribe for the whole year. If every theater I want to go to shuts down already, I've probably seen eight movies using this. I've I've Can't paid for it. Worth, yeah. I've paid for it. It's been worth it. And so with the year, like it was month to month with the nine ninety five, and you could cancel any time. Now I've committed to the year, but it's like I, I have no problem doing that. Hmm. It's ridiculous. I feel like I'm stealing, and I love it. That's so weird. I recommend. Like a prepaid debit card I know that's weird. And they it's a load weird it up. Process. It's a, it is a weird process, yeah. but it works easy because the movie theater by my place just has these. You know, they have a person, but they also have all these kiosks where it's like, "Hey, come buy your ticket." So I go yeah. today's showtimes. Uh, let's say Lady Bird. You know this theater general admission or whatever, and I just stick the card in. It authorizes. It goes through. I get my ticket. So I don't have to pay anything at the theater. Yeah. Although I, I usually buy popcorn and you know because yeah, I'm, I'm going for free. Uh-huh. I'm gonna buy some popcorn. You know. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a six dollar movie. Exactly. So I mean that's. I the mean other... it's even less than six dollars if you've seen right. more that month. So that's the yeah. that's I think the appeal at least to theater owners is there's such a constraint on theaters right now that you know they're so expensive that like we're talking about going to Star Wars last night they gave us a free small popcorn and a free small drink each. Four of them would have been $65. And then the tickets would have been 15, 20 bucks a piece. Yeah. That's 150 bucks to go to the theater with like your wife and your kids. Right. It's like, that's insane. Yeah, we go. There's a vi- There's a single movie theater down the street from us called the Vista. It's like, we went last weekend and saw The Disaster Artist, and I think it was $12 for two of us. Yeah. It's amazing. It's crazy. And yeah. I mean, that's great. But, you know, if you're going to see Star Wars somewhere, you're going to pay a fucking arm and a leg. So. Theater traffic is down, so if this can sort of help boost theater traffic, I think right. we may have something. But yeah. uh, so that's that's my spiel on Movie Pass. Um, I think it's it's great, and get in while the getting's good. Yeah, it's cool. Um, but I think uh, at this point we could probably take a quick little break. Uh, I and figure then out. Figure out your top five. Yeah. So we're gonna take a quick little break. Um, we will be back with our top five serial killer Before movies. Down to the village with a broomstick in his hand. 
Running here and there all around the square Saying catch me if you can Welcome back to Critical Drinking You can tell by that intro I've had about a few beers Um, So we're back, we just took a break And we just fucking realized that we never told you guys How many beers we drank during that Uh, If you were on Facebook Live for, you know, hours Because you don't have anything better to do uh, You'd know Maybe. How many we did? Um, but during the movie, how many did you drink? You said I was seven. light. I was light. Uh, I, I finished six and a half because <sighs> I made queso. Damn it. Yeah. I, wa- I wasted 25 minutes making queso. <laughs> Got up in the middle of the movie, said, fuck this, started making food. Delicious queso. I think the queso is worth at least half a beer, so that, I think That's you. I think you, Yeah, I think you met. Uh, I actually drank eight during the movie and then uh, have... Crushed a ninth, and uh, we're working on number T E N. I'm currently on nine. Currently on nine. So we're pretty close. Yeah. Um, all right. So we are going to talk about our top five serial killer movies. Um, let's maybe revisit this real quick. Uh, we created some rules. Not necessarily, I don't know, rules that are anything beyond what you would think, but you know, we both watch Mindhunter. Yep. So we both, you know, know kind of what the established uh, understanding of serial killer of that term is. Uh, we've both listened to at least a couple episodes of the last podcast on the left. Tyler's listened to many more than I have. But the idea of the serial killer is it's it's really there's no inherent motivation that would be obvious. Um, it's killing for killing's sake. So it's not just murder but it's it's this string of obviously it's multiple murders but it would have to be for some other reason than an obvious one so and that may be confusing so the example is um i was looking up you know there's plenty of places out there that have top 10 serial killer movies and stuff like that out there and no country for old men came up on a couple of them yeah this is not a serial killer. and javier bardem yes he in that movie he kills multiple people but he's not doing it for the sake of killing. He's doing it because he's trying to track down the money in the briefcase that Josh Brolin stole at the beginning from the dead Mexican under the tree. So it's not a serial killer movie, right? He uh, No, it's not. But it's not. He might be a serial killer because he does go up to people and he's like, uh, flip a coin. Like, it, that's true. He does the coin thing. That's but true. I don't think he's a serial Right. Killer in the sense that we're going after. He's a he's might. a contract killer more than anything. Yeah. So I while he may that. kill some ancillary people on the side, he's still got a goal that he's going after. His goal is not killing. His goal is right. finding something. Um, so the you know obvious um, you know the the example on the contrary is an obvious movie like The Snowman, a fantastic movie mm-hmm. where he has really no motive. To kill. If he did, we didn't know it anyways because the movie sucked. But, you know, he's killing because he was fucked up as a kid and his mom drowned herself in the Volvo and everything like that. So he's not out for revenge. He's not going after something. He's sort of just killing for killing's sake. So hopefully that provides a little clarity. But that's sort of what we both agreed on um, and what we're going to be talking about. So, without further ado, Tyler, you're number five. Fuck nuts, man. Uh, I'm going to say Summer of Sam. Summer of Sam. Because that is actually a true story. 
And it was the serial killer. Case closed. <laughs> that was almost as quick as that guy closed the case in the movie. Case Case closed. fucking closed. No, I that movie, if you haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Really? No. It's really good. Maybe um, I'll watch it tonight. You should. Maybe we should John watch it. John Leguizamo, right we, we could watch it right now. John Leguizamo. Yeah. So it takes place in New York. It takes place over a summer. And the summer of Sam was their sky where they would just essentially just shoot random people seemingly kind of like the zodiac killer um i remember him being mentioned in relation to that because that was like the first serial killer yeah and i I don't know who was first i don't know if summer of sam was before zodiac or zodiac was before summer sam uh but yeah no it's a it's true it it it's just cool like to see how like these people normal people reacted to the the murders that were going on around them um it wasn't necessarily about the murders it was more about the people experiencing and living within these boroughs in new york like right saying oh shit like they're targeting or he's targeting yeah certain people well it was wasn't it and maybe the movie addresses this but because i haven't seen it wasn't this like sort of totally like, nobody had ever experienced this before, so no one knew how to react to, like, oh, my God, he's killing multiple, multiple people, and he's yeah. doing it for seemingly no reason. Like, this is scary as shit, because yeah. we're in New York, and it could be anyone. Yeah, it's early. Yeah, it was early in the, the like, the, the span of serial killers, and, like, yeah, I mean, a lot of times, like, if you hear about these investigations and earlier serial killers... The cops miss a lot of things because they don't believe someone would kill someone they don't know, A, and B, like, kill a bunch of people. Right. They're, like, thinking of each murder as, like, a its own singular event. Mm. And... Yeah, Fucking I, idiots. It's weird. No, it's they weird. Should, like, they should be murdered. I mean, personally, you're thinking... Before then, I mean, you're thinking, okay, would I ever kill anybody? Right. No, it would be self-defense if I did. Crime of passion or yeah, self-defense. Maybe, or yeah. You're thinking like, okay, maybe my wife made me upset and I killed her. Like that's your 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 maybe. whole like no big deal though. Whole, right? The whole motive they can think of personally is that, but there's like so much other shit that goes on within the serial killer's mind that yeah. the normal person can't necessarily comprehend. Right. And that's why police couldn't necessarily profile them as like a killer that follows a certain pattern. Right. Uh, but no, I mean they must have known some summer uh, the this some son of Sam was a, a serial killer. They just didn't know. It was really scary because he was going after whomever, whenever. Right. Whatever the fuck he wanted. Yeah. Was John Leguizamo the killer? No. Nope. Let down. Yeah. That's completely let down. Okay. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Don't want to watch it anymore. Yeah. He played the. Uh, let's he watch. Played a fat clown. Let's watch Thelma, whatever that movie is, instead uh, of Summer of Sam. No, it's a good movie. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, you should check it out. Oh. I, I've always liked it. I wouldn't have anything bad to say about it, but uh, it's cool. But it is only. It's not a psychological your movie. Fifth best. At all, uh, it is just about the events and mainly about the people and about the people that. So like Adrian Brody's in it too, and he plays like a punk character. What? Yeah, he's like a. The punk penis kid. is the in penis. this movie. Yeah, the big penis is. Oh my god! Uh, but like people are blaming him. They're like calling him the killer because he listens to punk music. So they're just like profiling, but they don't know how to profile. It's because he's a foreigner, and that. Because he's a foreigner. That's true. Fucking racist man.
They're all racist. They're all racist. Racist or racial? That's a game that we should start to play on this podcast. Racist or racial? For instance, if I were to say, that, uh, that Mexican lady over there has eight kids, and she actually did. Is that racist or is that racial? That's racial. You're That's pointing racial. out a fact. That's, uh-huh. Yep. You're on, uh, see? Great. Stereotype that is true. Yeah. But if I were going to say something that were not true... My gardener know, likes to she, sleep in my backyard. She hopped much. over the fence and had all these fucking anchor babies. That's probably racist. Mm, all right. So now that, now that we know the not rule... probably. I believe it is. Okay, 100% that's, that's racist. So that's the game. And if anything comes up where we're talking about anything like that, we can ask a question. Adrian Brody is it did racist it. racist or racial? I think that is racist. Because he's a foreigner. He could have been a better actor. Build the fucking wall. He could have been a contender. And then he just turned into an asshole, Adrian Brody. Did he? I think so. He's like hmm. not in any movies. Wasn't yeah, he like true. a good actor? Though? He was in, yeah, he was in, I mean, he, I, didn't he win the Oscar for the pianist? Yeah. I liked him in that. I liked him in he's really uh, Hollywood Land. Mm-hmm. I, I thought he was a great actor, and all he's of a sudden a, he's just not in anything. Maybe he just has a terrible agent, or he decided to go back to, I think, Spain, somewhere in Europe. Saskatchewan. And just do Saskatchewan, of course. Got it. Fucking Saskatchewanese people. Saskatchewanese. All right, so your number five is Summer of Sam. Tis. My number five, if I can get all this beer out of my throat, is American Psycho. Okay. Yeah. American Psycho, maybe a pedestrian type of a serial killer movie. Um, did he have a motive? Maybe it was to be the best he could be. It was to be greater than everyone else. He killed people because he wanted to feel that release. So, I think American Psycho is a... I mean, if you're going to talk about serial killer movies, it's going to come up. If you're going to talk about portraits of a serial killer in... You know, kind of our popular media. I mean, I feel like it's kind of one of those. I tried really hard not to put it on my list. That's why it's my number five. It's good. I own it. Christian Bale is great. It's got Phil Collins in it, which is phenomenal. Always. Any Phil Collins song. Um, but. I thought he was actually in it. Phil Collins? Yeah. Maybe he is. No, you're like, it's got Phil Collins in it. I was like... No, it's got his... Yeah, it's got his music. Music. Yeah. Uh, and and it's, it's got a great... Like, his his killing music is actually a Man, solid soundtrack. Yeah. Um, I'm like... The but I mean, it, it just... It, he does a really good job of portraying someone who's very unhinged, but is that sociopath where he appears to people in public to be just this super successful, really good, but it's all an act... And the key about sociopaths, as we've all been talking about with this whole Trump thing, is how they sort of project themselves. And, you know, the business card thing with, you know, wanting to have the best business card and all that kind of stuff. It's just really good. But it's kind of a boring pick. So that's why it's my number five. I couldn't find a good enough movie to replace it on my list. So I had to put it on there. But, eh, you know, I'm not that proud of it. I'm not. I'm not standing behind American Psycho. It was like the greatest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, I never wrote it down. Yeah, it's you wrote it down. I mean, it's one of those that you, if you're writing a list of like, hey, what serial killer movies are good, you're gonna write it down. Yeah. If you got to narrow your, you know, your scope to five, maybe you don't put it in. I just didn't really have anything else to put in there that was better. So, 
you know, reluctantly, American Psycho is my number five. Mm-hmm. My number four, I am much more passionate about, though. Great. That is Oliver Stone's Natural Born Killers. Go ahead. No, go for it. No, you, you, no, you, no, no, no. you, you gave me the face like, that's not a serial killer movie. Uh, I thought it... You gave me the face. I wrote it down uh-huh. as one of mine. Uh-huh. But then I thought of it more of as a spree killing than a serial killing. Different. Okay. Yep, but there... Mm, so there was no... There was no real motive, though. I guess other than fame? And, like, popularity and things? Yeah, yeah. I feel like... So, so here's what I feel like. I feel like... And, and this is where I'll justify how I feel about it. So I feel like what Oliver Stone was setting out to do with this movie is to talk about the culture that exists in this country about glorifying people who commit heinous acts. People who are killers, people who are murderers, are, you know, terrorists, things like that. This, this sort of fascination with that group that has only grown, in my opinion... Um, we have things like Mindhunter, which we've all watched and are fucking awesome. Like, you know, we're, we're raving about last podcast on the left, the same thing. We're glorifying all of these people who are committing these acts. And in, in some regard, it's maybe a curiosity about how someone could think that way or could do something like that because you are, you feel so far from being able to ever do something like that. Like that is such a departure from the way that you feel that it's fascinating to know that other human beings, the same, you know, the same animal race as you can commit, can do something like this. Like serial killing doesn't happen in any other race. Genocide doesn't happen in any other race in the animal kingdom, anything like that. It's just us Mm -hmm. because we have these fucking big ass brains. So the idea that he was getting at is that this is awful. This needs to stop, at least the way I read it, is... This is the, the curse of like American media and our fascination with this is that we are actually encouraging people to be serial killers, to be mass murderers, to be, you know, school shooters, to be all of this thing. Because what we know is that, or what they know, or what, you know, what happens is they get glorified afterwards. So this was just an exercise in showing... These people are killers. They're serial killers. They're but the the glory then is the sort of the second half of the of the the story, which is the glory gets to their head, and then they realize, and it's sort of a, a you know an exercise in drama of how exactly the American media and you know our society accepts those people and makes them famous and glorifies them. Versus condemning them and condemning what they've done and everything like that. So this, I agree, this may be this may be out of the scope of the rules that I myself just set out. But I think that the origin of what he was going after was, you know, serial killers, mass murderers, people who don't have any motive other than killing. Mm-hmm. And then... The impact that that has on our society because we glorify them and because of media. And they just threw that out. Mm-hmm. So that's my defense. Do you buy it? Yeah. Yeah, I can buy it. I'm not I can sold. buy your defense. I'm not sold on that. Sure. Sure. How I'll much money it. would you pay to buy it? Like 30 to 40 cents. 
That's money. All right. I'll take it. Exactly. All right. You win. My number four, Natural Born Killers. Go Tyler's going to pay 40 cents for it. You're number four. Got it. Uh, you did five and four, huh? And I just did five. Well, well that's, that's, how, that's how we snake it through, man. Yeah. That's how we snake it through. And then you go four and you're three. Totally. Totally. Um, I'm going to go Death Proof Ooh. as my number four. So I might have the same issue with that that you have of that. Go ahead. Why don't you think he's a serial killer? Mm -hmm. I explained me before you explained me. Um, I don't think he's a serial killer because I do think he has a motive. What's his motive? Yeah. Serial killers have motives. Well. Usually. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Some, some don't. I guess. Like weird ass motives that they don't even know about. Right. Yeah, it's all, yeah, it's, I guess it's all hidden. But yep. no, I think, uh, I think this falls in line. He has a type he generally goes after. Okay. Uh, women. One-handed women. Rose McGowan, right? Was one, or was that? That was, was the, that other, the other one. That was, what uh, that was, uh, Planet Terror. Planet Terror, that's she right. She had one leg, yeah, right? fuck me. Yeah. And she, uh, had a, she had a gun on her. She had a gun on her leg. Uh, but he goes after women. He goes after women that like cars. He goes after risky women. Uh, and that's his type. I don't know why that's his type. But True. it's his type. It could be a mom thing. Maybe. Who knows? But I'm not going to read into it that much. But he does go after a certain type. Yep. And uh, he has been doing it for, we don't know how long, but at least once before we meet yeah. him toward the movie. You know, like within the movie. So he's done it already. So I guess he's meeting the serial killer vibe. He's got a type, and yep. he goes after it. Uh, I thought it was just a cool way to showcase a serial killer in, ter in terms of like a, a movie sense. It was more fun. They were kind of like the serial killer was like the mouse, and the uh, the normal civilian was the cat, and it was just like toying with this the serial killer. That's true. So who was the serial killer? Right. <laughs> was it him or was it them? Like the you don't know. Side. Like. And I think that's a lot of times, like, he seemed emotionally, like, unstable at the end where he was, like, crying and, like, I don't know, like, I'm so sorry, mm -hmm. I'm doing this. That seems like a, a general theme within serial killers. Like, they, I don't know why I'm doing this. I'm so sorry I'm doing it. They just have to do <laughs> but it. But I'm doing it. Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm sorry. I'm doing it, but I'm doing it. And that, that just seemed to fall in line with it, just the way he reacted to them, him, like, cornering, or them cornering him, really. Yeah. Um, that's but, true. Yeah, no, I, I thought it was cool, and I, it wasn't your typical serial killer movie. It wasn't super suspenseful. It was more of like a fun romp with cars mm. and cool car scenes. That car was sweet. Uh, and uh, kind of cat and mouse both ways. Like, he was the cat, yeah. and then he was the mouse. Like, it was really fun to watch. So, not your, not your Silence of the Lambs type movie, mm -hmm. but... Still, right. in my uh, definition of a serial killer movie, I'll pay I'll pay fifty cents for that. Okay, cool. I'll buy it for I'll, fifty cents. I'll sell it for fifty cents. So you just made ten cents. Great, great. All I'm right, winning. I'm winning right now. That's pretty good. All right, what's your uh, number three? I'm gonna go Zodiac. Mm -hmm. It's just in the same vein as Summer of Sam uh, or really Snowman, obviously, based on a true story, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, another one based on a true story. Uh, obviously. Uh, the, the Zodiac Killer in San Francisco area. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, it was cool. It was a good movie. It was suspenseful. It's you learn a lot about what's going on. Uh, you learn a lot about like how to how they're profiling him. It was really interesting. Like the person that solved his, I don't know what you. It's not a riddle. It was like cryptography or yeah, something. Yeah, right. It was just like some math teacher in San Francisco that just like loved solving puzzles mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So the police didn't solve it. it was a journalist. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just kind of. Or wasn't he like a comic? writer or something yeah, like that? Yeah, in real life I think it was a couple that solved it. Mm, uh, mm. But in the movie I don't know if it was any different. Jake G. Jake G, I don't know if he actually solved it or not. But yeah, yeah. no, it was, it was a good movie, good cast. It was it was cool. Like it was Yeah. just a suspenseful movie and all around in my opinion. It was just a, a I will watch that movie you know, at least once a year, you're saying. I was going to say good. constantly. It's like, it's... Movie crazy. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> I love to learn from this movie. Yeah. Uh, but it was like another type thing where it's just like a person either randomly shooting people or randomly tying people up and killing them. Uh, it, it was seemingly random at the early stages of, what, you know, you know, the serial killer yeah. classification. And, uh, yeah. I think a lot of things... A lot of people are saying, like, uh, these serial killers, like, uh, it started around this time in the 70s or whatever, 60s and 70s, because mm-hmm. of lead-based paint. <laughs> because yeah. lead poisoning hmm. makes you violent, and, like, there was all this lead, in, in the uh, gasoline was leaded gas. So you have all these lead fumes and leaded paint, all this shit. Making people and cry. Making people crazy. So I think that's why we had the birth of serial killers huh. within then. But I assume it happened before obviously within history but yeah it did H.H. Holmes that's true yeah <laughs> he loved to eat just lead straight up lead though, yeah right you know? yeah he was a lead fiend he, he loved to make lead uh, toys and then eat them mm, yes mm-hmm. he would shape them you know in the in the shape of uh, like cheeseburgers yeah and then, eat them. And then when he go <laughs> and just crush lead cheeseburgers yeah maybe like I can't. I, I can't chew this. It's lead. I gotta make this, this is pill, really hard. pill size so <laughs> yeah. I can just swallow it. <laughs> mm, lead makes mm. me feel good on the inside, <laughs> and makes me feel crazy on the outside. It makes my hands all violent. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. Number three is Zodiac. That's solid. David yeah. Fincher, Mark Ruffalo, Jake Gyllenhaal. Mark Ruff. Fantastic yeah. cast. Uh, I just made a quick edit. To my number three and my number two, I swapped them. You're going to hear them back to back, but I swapped them. Uh, just because I thought about it a little more. Okay. I feel like I have a better explanation. So my number three, you just mentioned it, actually. Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs. So, Silence of the Lambs, I have been told that this is sort of an amalgamation of multiple serial killers. So it's sort of based on true people, but it's like, you know... Taking the best of all killing and yeah. sort of bringing it together. So, it's not necessarily that we see any of the killing in this. But it's the drama of the the discovery of the ridiculous, heinous acts of that. So, Hannibal Lecter, obviously, very, you know, the at least, you know, movies. Uh, there's been like four or five of those movies. There's been a TV show, everything like that. There's a TV show? I think it was Hannibal. It was with that... Dude that was the scar guy in Casino Royale, the Bond movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so apparently it was good. Like, I heard very, very good things about it. I never watched it. Um, but Mads Mikkelsen. That's, that's him. Yeah. yeah. 
So I think uh, I think this movie is one of the most iconic. And I mean, you know about six lines right off the top of your head from this yeah. movie. You yeah. know, Hello Clarice, the Fava Beans, uh, the Buffalo Bill stuff, you know, all the... It puts, it the, puts lotion the lotion on the skin, on the skin right. or else it gets the hose. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a very well done movie. Obviously, I think... Did it win the Oscar? Did it... It might have gotten nominated. Somebody might have won for it. Uh, it's Jodie Foster. It's Anthony Hopkins. We call him Tony because, you know, he's a good friend of the show. Tony, Tony Hopkins. Hopkins. Tony Hopkins. Um, Tony Hop. You know, we, <laughs> we playfully call him. I call him Hop Skipkins. <laughs> Hop Skipkins. Hop Skipkins. Snake Tony Hop Skipkins. Uh, but it's, it's, you know, the portrait of a serial killer that's already been incarcerated. Then obviously, you know, he escapes. He flays somebody and... Hangs them from the fucking ceiling or whatever. He wears their skin to escape. Something like that. And then we obviously have Buffalo Bill, who's his own type of serial killer that wears people as well. And in the, in the vein of, uh, of Hannibal Lecter. So, very, very good movie, like, critically. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't really show as many... Doesn't, doesn't go through as much of the killing and everything like that. But goes through, like, the mind of the serial killer as much as possible. Because it's, you know, Jodie Foster is the... You know, police, but like forensic, but like also psychological type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, great. I mean, I don't, I don't think there's anyone that wouldn't say this movie is, you know, very good. Um, so, kind of like American Psycho, it's kind of a boring, uh, predictable pick, but it is a pick, and I had it as my number two. Yeah, I don't think it's that boring. I like. Uh, I, no, it's great, I, but it's 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 not maybe not boring, predictable. Yeah, predictable. Yeah, I like it's more like psychological than uh, Action. horror or anything yeah, like that. You're not. Yeah. It's not gory. You don't see a lot of blood, if any. Right. It's just all the mind of the serial killer and like how they do it, and that's what right. I loved about it. Um, so yeah, it's it's answer. it's. I mean, it's good, and if it shows up a little later on your list, which. Maybe it will. Uh, we can talk about it more. But my number two, which I just switched with my number three, is seven. Mm. The Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman, he who shall not be named, Spacey, yeah. uh, serial killer. I, still I love think Kevin Spacey. There's another element of it because little did we know, while he was going through the seven deadly sins of serial killing, he was also touching little boys, or. Half-grown boys, or yeah, whatever. Still love him. Still love him. I know. Seriously, Um, I mean, his his work is so great. Yeah, he didn't he didn't touch boys in that. Although in American Beauty, that's kind of a. hmm. That was actually it wasn't a real movie. It was home video. It was home video. Yeah, it was pieced together home video that actually won an Academy Award. He was like, I won for this. I won for that. I thought no one was going to see this. Who edited this? I thought it was just like a fucking what? That's right. So seven. I mean, the first time I saw this, like the the way that they told the story through the seven deadly sins was awesome. And granted, this could arguably be a motive. Like this could be ant like like out of the serial killer realm and into sort of the. But it's just it's it's. I think it's definitely serial killer. No, absolutely. Realm. I mean, he's got but a he, theme. He, he has calls. a theme. Yeah. yeah. But it's not it's 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 not killing people he knows or anything. It's killing just yeah. random people he doesn't know that exhibit these 
features of the seven deadly sins. Yeah, he might and, he thinks of himself as righteous and he's the god. So I would assume right. uh yeah, I mean that falls right in line with Syria. I think so too. A lot of time they're judging people. And so I mean I think I think that the way that this is done and obviously the twist at the end, which is fantastic, and what's in the box is just like Hello Clarice is one of those like iconic, iconic movie lines yeah. and things like that. So I think this this was one of those movies when I was younger because I saw it relatively close to when it came out. Um, it was one of those that was like, holy shit, this is sort of a new level of movie making and of writing and of things like that. And it wasn't, you know, it's not one of those that's based on a true story. So it was very creative and sort of was one of those that you couldn't get out of your head or at least I couldn't get out of my head. So, uh that is my number two. I think it's it's one of the best. I think it's it's a great movie in general. It could pop up on a whole ton of lists, uh, but it's my number two serial killer movie. Yeah. Um, I'm a two and two. one, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, my two and one are mirror your uh, three and two. So my two is Silence of the Lambs. My one is Seven. Um, I don't have too much to add to Silence of the Lambs other than the fact that you're, you're profiling multiple serial killers in that movie, which I, right. I always thought was great. That it's is more cool. psychological than, like, a brutal... It's not a horror film. And that's, like, these movies in general, they're not horror movies. You don't yeah. see the act of people dying. You see the aftermath. Right. And you're trying to figure out... It's like a whodunit, and that's why these movies are generally fun. Especially the fictitious ones. If it's, like, Silence of the Lambs type thing, or Seven, it's more fun to watch. Where Zodiac, you already know they didn't catch him. Right. Like, it was, it was it. You could look it up on, you know, right. Google. I already know the aftermath. I'm just watching the the real life, uh, portray- real life, but the, the, you know, the fake portrayal of real people. Yeah. Uh, where these fake movies, there's more fun in terms of, of a viewer, for me at least, you're watching a fake serial killer and you're mm-hmm. trying to figure out, as these characters are trying to figure out. Yeah. The, the, the whodunit. I always find that uh, a little bit more fun. Um, but... Seven's great. I mean, Seven is one of my favorite movies of all time. So, so, you know, Sounds of the Lambs, same thing. It's just, uh, I could watch those movies over and over and over. I don't know. When I was a kid, I got super creeped out by uh, Silence of the Lambs. Just the Hello Clarice and the... He's going to eat you. Blah, 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 blah. And cut uh, your face off. The fava beans and uh, Chianti. And Chianti. I never could drink Chianti until recently where I was just like, yeah, I like Fuck fava it. beans <laughs> and I like Chianti. Totally. <laughs> uh... But, uh, yeah, I just, uh, you know, that kind of turned me off of both of those things. But, you know, I'm getting back into it. You know? The fava bean... Uh, myself from that movie. The fava bean industry has just been reeling since that movie came out. I would assume both industries... Nobody is eating any fava beans. No, I'm not going to an Italian restaurant eating either of those things. Uh, Chianti or fava beans. No. Chianti I do like. I do enjoy Chianti. But only when I'm looking to kill someone. Right... While I'm eating Scratch their that. Brain holes. Eat someone. Eat their brains. When I'm looking to eat someone. But that's very uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. Mm. Um, and I can't. Re- this movie must have come out right around when Jeffrey Dahmer was arrested. So it's 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 kind of predicting that sort of behavior. Uh, I, I can't remember, but it must have been. But Jeffrey Dahmer's whole thing was like to 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 try to like. He didn't want to kill people. His thing was trying to make like a. a a slave, a sex mm-hmm. slave out of a man, but uh, he was trying to like cut their 
brain open. And I, I remember in one of the, I don't know if it was Silence of the Lambs, it must have been one of the other ones, it must have been Hannibal or yeah. Red Dragon or something like that, where he's got the guy's head, uh, his open, skull's open, yeah. and his brain's right there. Hannibal, yeah. yeah, he eats it, but... I mean, I think that's a lot like Dahmer, where he was just like would do the same thing, but try to like pour acid into his brain and try to like, you're my slave now, yeah. you're dead, fuck, fucking shithole. Uh, I'll just eat your dick, whatever, <laughs> you know, <laughs> kind of thing. Fine. Uh, I mean, you're dead anyway. Might as well eat your penis. Uh, I'm hungry. Might as well make a good sausage sandwich out of this thing. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't know, like. They came out when, around the same time, I think, like, 92 must have been the year. Uh, I would have figured this movie would have taken some of the cues from the arrest around his trial. Yeah. And played it into it. Yeah. But uh, I, I can't say for sure. Could have. It's kind of uh, similar. That is interesting, though. I wonder if that went into any... Because, uh, what's his name? Directed it. Um, God, the same guy who did a few other movies. I forget what his name is. Uh, Silence of the Lambs director. The Lambs director. Anton Fuqua. Jeffrey Dom or jo- Jonathan D- Dami. Dan- Jonathan Dahmer wrote it. D M D E M M E. Demi. Demi. Jonathan Demi. Uh, but he did Philadelphia. He did Ad- Adaptation. Oh, weird. He did Chicago. He d- obviously directed the Justin Timberlake live. Concert oh, yeah, vid. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, obviously. I love when they eat his face off. Yep. Yeah, obviously he did that. He directed The Killing, which is on Netflix, I think. Damn. That's cool. Uh, and then, of course, everyone's favorite HBO show, Enlightened, with uh, Laura Dern. Totally. Mm-hmm. And everyone, then, everyone knows. Uh, number one is seven. And Rachel getting married. And number one is seven. Just because... Uh, I love Morgan Freeman, and I do love Brad Pitt, and they're together solving crimes. And I actually do still love Kevin Spacey. Mm-hmm. He's the man. No matter what he does to boys in his free time, he's still awesome. Well, no one else has come out about that. I, I like, think So he's... maybe it was just a one-trick pony there. Yeah, he just did it once, learned his lesson. It, nothing Did anything happen? I didn't really read up on it. Uh, he got... Taken off of House of Cards, they're gonna no, film I mean, last like, season without him. But did anything happen with the boy? I heard he like laid on somebody. Oh Maybe. yeah, like what I heard is that he sort of forced himself on top of the guy, but there was no like sex stuff. I don't think. Yeah, I mean whatever. Good you know, for there you. There was the implication maybe of it, but I don't think. I I'm mean the okay. guy. I don't think the guy has said it's it like he he put his. Dick in my mouth, or he put his ass on my balls, or anything like you know. He put his asshole in my eyeball. <laughs> You're like, what are you talking about? That doesn't happen. I obviously meant the eyeballs when I said yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, so no, Spacey, you're still you're still good, man. That guy should. How old was he? Ten. Mm, he was teen, like mid-teens. I think. Defend yourself. I say, like fourteen. Defend yourself. Like you're an old enough yeah. person. You're fine. Yeah, I mean, there's got to be buckets of this stuff, though, right? Like, the the. The crazy part is Harvey Weinstein was the first one to come out, and yeah. he was like, he's still the worst that has been out. But everyone's painted with that broad brush of yeah, like, oh, yeah, if yeah. you're a sexual predator, you're like Harvey Weinstein, where Dude, you're jerking off. Al Franken, it's so sad. I know a woman with like, and Danielle's like, you're a fucking asshole. 
I'm like, this lady's got body armor. He went yeah. like this to he her. Did, he didn't even do that. He went like this. He didn't he, touch her. He, yeah, he was over. And she like, wouldn't ha, have felt ha, it. Ha, anyway, ha. he's not touching flesh. Right. She's got hard body armor on. And he was like, ha, she's sleeping, ha, ha. This is hilarious. And now he has to fucking resign. And he uh, is amazing. Yeah. Al Franken is my god. And oh. now he's gone. <laughs> now, he's, now there is no god. Now I don't well, have god. I mean, he's still around. He just maybe. But he has no power maybe, anymore, so I can't. Maybe uh, he'll do a Netflix stand-up special. I doubt it. He's gonna be fucking just like ostracized, and no one's ever gonna talk to him again. I know. There's gotta be buckets of stuff though, because like you can't paint everybody with the Harvey Weinstein brush, because like that's fucked up. Yeah, and not all of these people fucked are up. fucked up. Like, yeah. some of them are. Some of them you definitely. You can tell are. by the way they look in the face how yeah. fucked up. They are. <laughs> yeah. You know, like a, right. if they're a fat blob, they're usually pretty fucked up can't get it any other way you have to like force yourself on people like a fucking asshole mm. uh that motherfucker bought our old house i wish i stabbed him in the mail in the mouth with a knife in the mail in the mail <laughs> god damn it uh i wish he'd bought it and then i come back and i punched him in the face that son of a bitch he broke his fucking jaw mm. yes what a dirty little fu- you can just tell he's like a fucking slimy bitch mm. i never met him <laughs> but you but you know you could tell you can tell. Look at his fat fucking face, man. Ugh, so fat. Just uh, fat, punchable face. So to tie a little bow on this guy, my number one. So we we uh, we picked this top five, and Tyler texted me. He's like, should we try and make it any more specific? Because there are a whole lot of these serial killer movies. And I said, no, hopefully, you know, if it's broad enough, our, our list won't be the same. Yeah, our lists are the fucking same. Yeah, they were. So... My number one is Zodiac. Uh, I think Zodiac is the, in terms of if we if we are talking strictly top five serial killer movies, and we are definitely putting that category in there. I think Zodiac is the best serial killer movie ever made because it is specifically made as a serial killer movie. Um, you got David Fincher, which, unbelievable. You got Jake Gyllenhaal, great. Mark Ruffalo, crime drama. I mean, I guess if you call it a crime drama, true crime, you know, serial killer, whatever you're calling it. Uh, it's great. Um, and I think the, the two and a half hour epic that it is, the pacing of it, the, like, it's, it's, it's one of the best put together movies that I've ever seen in this genre that, that, that said, so going after like a, a sort of crime drama, like departed type, you know, thing where you're thinking, okay, we have crimes. We're going to solve them. We're going to get resolution. I think that this, Oh, thank you for the beer. Yeah. Uh, this is one of the most well put together movies. We just watched one of the worst, which is the snowman. Put together so terribly. But this one, Zodiac, I think, is put together impeccably where you're never, you never know too much, but you never know enough. Like in sort of a way where it's, it's leading you the entire way. I mean, I, I believe Mr. Downey Jr. is in this as yeah. the fantastic alcoholic he used to be. Um... Like, it's just, it's it's well done. And then it spans, you know, you go, oh, 20 years later. And there's Jake Gyllenhaal still doing fucking puzzles and shit. And going, I met this guy. 
and then he goes down in the basement and he figures out this is a guy and then yeah but everyone knows ted cruz is the real the real zodiac so um i agree that it's it's sort of you know the reason it's good is because it's real i mean mm-hmm. you couldn't you couldn't have a movie like this and then say and nobody ever caught him because then it's like yeah, nobody yeah. in hollywood would ever fucking buy that shit um, but I mean, over over two and a half hours, you're gripped, you're left still not knowing, and yet you're left satisfied. Yeah. So I think if we're talking top five serial killer movies, and that is the intent of the movie, this is the best, the best execution of that movie. And so that, uh, I believe, is why it is my number one. So that's my number one. That's our top five. And my number one is seven. Ernie's. Uh, I think it's Ernie goes to jail. Uh, Ernest. Ernest. Ernest goes, to, goes to jail and gets killed eight hundred times for murder. <laughs> Ernest goes to prison, jail time, house, and murder. So let's get right into honorable mentions. Ernest goes to jail is your only honorable mention. Yeah, that's all you got. Yeah. Uh, what else do you think? No. What, what did you have written down? So I wrote identity. Hmm. Because that is like about a serial killer yeah. who has multiple personalities, right? Yep. So that I was like a that, that was a cool movie. I actually really enjoyed that movie. Yeah, um, I did Psycho, though I don't really remember too much about the plot. I remember someone, one girl dying <laughs> in the shower. Yeah, that's the uh, iconic part. But I know the movie is based on Ed Gein. Mm. Uh, Ed Gein was a I don't even think he was a serial killer he killed a couple people but he was a more of a grave robber and he would make like uh, skin suits out of graves he robbed and he then doesn't. he uh, like did one with his mom Yep. and uh, Leatherface was actually based on Ed Gein as well I wrote mm. Texas Chainsaw Massacre but again that doesn't seem like serial killer to me that seems more spree killer I think it does because they just they, they kill whoever up. comes on their property though. That's not like a serial killer. They're not methodical. They're just like they're just here, defending here, their house. I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. Which well, I still yeah. can't to this day. I cannot watch that movie and feel comfortable. I feel uncomfortable watching yeah. that movie. Why wouldn't you? Um, the, ori- the original? Yes. Yeah. The original is really fucking unsettling because it seems real. The whole fucking movie. Yeah. See, I cannot watch the whole thing. Like, still. I've seen the whole movie. The Rob Zombie one, I can get through. The Rob I would Zombie it's one more is more like, stylized. It is, yeah. and it's a little more like you know drama. Like, yeah, we're gonna kill you, and it's like, yeah. ah, he's just gonna kill him. This right. is gonna be hilarious. Yeah, Rob Zombie's just having a little fun. The but the other one, well, didn't wasn't there like, like when they first because it was a seventies something movie. Yeah. Didn't they originally, like, some theaters banned it because they thought, like, it was too real? It was going to fuck people up too oh, much? Probably. Uh, I would imagine so, but I still... Number 12. It's, it's a very uncomfortable movie to watch for me. Yeah. And if the movie is that way, there are very few movies where I, I don't feel like I can watch them. Uh, and the movie's great, but I can't make myself watch it again. And yeah, I know right. how good it is. It's not like Requiem for a Dream where I'm like, fuck that, that sucked. I can't watch it again. This movie was actually kind of good, but I still can't watch it again just because. Yeah, it's my fucked brain, up. Man, yeah, man. My fucking it's fucked brain up. up. And then all those like, uh, Toby kiss the girls, stick. Bone Collector, all those. I like Bone Collector. Alex Cross movies. Bone Collector with Angelina Jolie and yeah. Denzel. Yeah, I liked those movies. I like the Alex Cross, Alex Cross character as like the psychological, 
the <laughs> forensic psychologist mm. or yep, whatever you yep, call it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I like that character. I, I don't know about Tyler Perry playing that character in the recent years. No one likes that. Yeah. Not even Tyler Perry. But you got to have, I mean, the, the Morgan Freeman bone collector dude. Or, or He wasn't bone collector. He was Kiss the Ghost. Denzel was, Denzel was bone, bone collector. collector yeah. yeah. Uh, those were great. Um, American Psycho I wrote, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I, would, I would classify that as serial killer. Natural yep. Born Killers was more spree killer, but I wrote it. And uh, California, which I own, but I don't remember the plot. <laughs> I remember them going to like uh, uh, areas where serial killers were, like uh, memorials maybe, or something like where like a serial killing happened. Oh, but mm. I think Brad Pitt played a serial killer. I hmm. can't really remember. California with a K. And I thought it was called California, but it's not. It's called California. <laughs> So, yeah, honorable mention. Those are solid. Um, I also have Texas Chainsaw on mine, and I agree with what you're saying. Um, I have Saw on mine. I don't know if it, I don't know if it counts, because there's definitely a game motive. But, but he's killing people. But he's for killing. A he's killing random people. It's kind of like. It's seven. a lot like seven. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like seven. In the in the reasons why he he's has a, he has a he has a motive, but it's more of like a. a holier than thou type motive versus right. being like a I want revenge or your money type right. motive. Uh, I put Scream on there. Yeah, I mean... Because, you, know, you know, I just thought that was sure. a fun movie. Yeah. It's honorable. It's serial killer, sure. Because yeah. this dude in a mask goes around and, you know, kills everyone. And then eats cereal. And then eats cereal. Because who doesn't eat cereal in a... In a and it, it's one of those light-hearted serial killer movies you don't get very often. The light-hearted one where there's a little bit of... J- like you know, there's there's some comic relief. You know who actually did that? I keep going, but there was an actual serial killer that left a box of cereal out. I'm like, I know. <laughs> was there really? BTK. <laughs> he was like what a, kind of cereal? He was like punny. Like Cheerios? Ah, probably. He was like punny. He but killed like, a British person and then put Cheerios out. Yeah. yeah Cheerio. Cheerio, <laughs> chap. He was fucking <laughs> stupid. What a uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo was on the list, but it didn't make the cut because the movie's not really about the serial killer. It's about the investigation. It's about the investigation, but it's it, it's a like they stumble upon the serial sure, but it's more about other stuff, yeah. and it's better because it's about other stuff. Uh, I didn't know if this counted. I wanted to to talk about it, but I didn't know if it counted. Nightmare on Elm Street. Because he was a serial killer, and then he died, right? And then he died, yeah. but then he's still killing in dreams, man. Yeah, I would assume it's fine. And he's got no motive other than he really likes killing. Right. And dreams. And dreams. He likes killing in dreams. He mostly likes killing people like Johnny Depp and people who date Johnny Depp. True. Because... So I'm fine with that. Who doesn't? Uh, I mean, that should be real life. That's right. Uh, and then a couple more that were, like... So I put Fargo... On my list. I think Fargo is another one like Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. It's surrounding a serial killer, but it's not about a serial killer. Who? I'm trying to remember who the fuck the serial killer was. The blonde guy? Steve Buscemi's, uh... Buddy. Dude. Yeah. The blonde guy. Yeah. So, it's kind of about it, but in the same way that, like, maybe a hot take for some. I don't think Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I think mm-hmm. Die Hard is a is a movie that just happens to take place on Christmas. This is the way I feel about Fargo and a serial killer movie. It's not a serial killer movie. It's just a movie that happens to play take place around a serial killer. Yeah. 
So that's how I kind of felt about it. And then my last one, Clockwork Orange. Not sure that was serial killing as much as it was really depraved, disgusting stuff. Yeah. But I, I just wanted to make it an honorable mention. Who's to say Who's? who a serial killer is? Who's to say? Who is to say? Tobes isn't to say. Let's, let's make sure we get the Facebook Live camera down on... Oh, oh, Tobes. Tony. Tony's here. Nice work, Tony. Um, so those are my honorable mentions, uh, and I think we're about ready to wrap it up here. Yeah. Uh, do you have any shout-outs? We haven't done shout-outs in a while. I don't have any shout-outs. I mean, I don't have... A shout-out to the last podcast on the left? Yeah, LP on the L. LP on the L. There you go. Well, yeah. And I my, wish they'd hear this. <laughs> that's right. Maybe they will, and they'll give us a shout-out. Mm-hmm. Uh, my shout-out, I already shouted out, is Movie Pass. I suggest you all so cool. go get it, because uh, I don't know how long it's going to last, and it seems super cool. And even if you're not ready to like commit to 12 months, 10 bucks a month, can cancel whenever you want. You see one movie, that's already you paid cheaper. for it. It's you paid already for it. cheaper. Exactly. One movie a month. And you paid for it. And we're Movies getting seventeen dollars. We're getting into Oscar season now, where the Oscars are going to be in like fe- February. So like all of those Oscar movies are going to be coming yeah. out. Go see them all now. Relatively free, kinda. For ten. For bucks, ten bucks, see all the movies you in want. In one watch. month, you could see thirty fucking. Movies. See Star Wars four times for ten dollars, or seven dollars if you want to commit to it. I don't months. understand how they fucking. I know. What a weird business model. I know. I agree. Are they assuming people don't go to the movies? Yeah, I think they're assuming that people aren't going to continue to go to the movies, so they're trying to help drive it and put pressure on the theater yeah. companies. But anyways, um, so hey, I know you're on Facebook Live. I know you're not watching four hours of this. We appreciate you if you watch two seconds of this, one second of this, whatever it is you you did. Um, it ended. <laughs> I think we hit four hours. Uh, so you're no longer watching Facebook Live, but... Appreciate that. Hit us up on Instagram. Hit us up on Facebook. Hit us up on whatever you want to hit us up on. Uh, we will see you again soon, and hopefully I will post this in the month of December. Because it's December 17th, and the last one I waited three months for. So I won't wait three months. Um, so for for Tony here, Tony. for B, for TK, and for me, we'll see you next time. Adios. Somebody, thump, thump, somebody, thump, thump. Look at Frosty go. Somebody, thump, thump, somebody, thump, thump. Over the hills and snow.